Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of my podcast, We Are Not MS. As always, the conversations and the chats that you're going to hear are going to be real, raw and honest. And the purpose and intention behind every episode that that I do is to let you see that while having MS is life-changing, it does not have to be life-ending. So this podcast is always about hope. It is always about the belief that you can still create the life that you want and the life that you deserve. So listen along, let me know what you think and I'm delighted to have you here. Hi everybody and welcome back to another episode of We Are Not MS. This is an episode today where it's just me and the microphone. I just thought I would come on and talk about something which came to me whenever I was out walking Rosie and it's all about jigsaws. Now, bear with me because it will all begin to make sense. Um. So anyway, how have you all been? How has life been since Christmas and the new year? We are well into the first month of 2024, which always seems like the longest month of the year. It just seems to go on forever. Um. I've had a really good start, to be honest, uh, because I went away to New York with my daughter. We left at the beginning of the month. I think we went, what day was it? The 4th? Of January and we were there for five days and it was a whirlwind. We did not stop. We hit the ground running and my daughter had an itinerary that we, which in retrospect was a good thing. Um, I'd been before a couple of times but it was quite a while ago and I don't know if you've ever been to New York, you know that every time you go you just see things again with fresh eyes and it's amazing and it's fast paced and all of those things. Um, and Zoe had been before as well, but only whenever she was young, so she couldn't really remember a lot. So she had watched loads of TikTok stuff and all the great things to do and all the best places to go to get the best food and all of that, which was actually fantastic that she had all that arranged because organisation would not be her strong point. But anyway, we went and it was just me and her. Uh, It was a Christmas present and birthday present for her and my son and husband are going away on a trip actually they're away now they went uh yesterday so we just decided to go on a wee girls trip it was fantastic we did everything we uh did sort of all the touristy stuff went at the top of all the tall buildings the top of the rock and we went to a new one called uh what was it called the uh the summit and it was amazing. It was a really interactive experience. We walked the Brooklyn Bridge. We went to a show. We went shopping. We went to Greenwich. We went to Soho. Um, we did Times Square. We did a rooftop bar. We did not stop. And whenever you're thinking about that, you you kind of almost feel exhausted. And I kind of knew that I would be exhausted, and I was. But it didn't impact my MS and that was maybe a, a slight a slight fear in the back of my head that doing a long haul flight, all of that, was that going to maybe sort of kickstart anything? And I kind of knew that if I kept on top of all the things that I do, you know, eating good food and I knew I would be walking loads um, and trying to get my sleep and all of those things, I knew that if I kept on top of all that, it would be okay. And so I think whenever I came home, Yes, I was tired and I would say I was pretty exhausted for a couple of weeks. But I think that happens anyway whenever you do a long haul flight, um, you know, and you're flying home in the evening time. So, I mean, I'm not great at sleeping on planes anyway. Zoe, of course, just conked out. She was asleep the whole time. Uh, the joy of youth. 
And so I don't think it impacted me at all. So if that's one thing to take away, don't fear travel with MS. Because if you continue to try to look after yourself, even while you're um, away, it'll be okay. I think it. I think it'll be okay. And uh, yes, I'm so glad we went. We had a ball. We created the memories. And really, what came into my head whenever I came home was, you know, Zoe's now 22, and we really created a time together that neither of us is going to forget. And that's really special. And it made me even more determined to keep in the path that I am on as regards in in uh, as as regards my health being the most important thing to me and making sure that I am doing all of the things that I need to do to make sure that I can keep on doing experiences like that that just means so m- m- much. It's not about material things for me. It's about you know, making the memories, having experiences, doing the things that I want to do. And I'm all about creating the future that I want to create. And the future is actually tomorrow. So it's doing all the things, um, it's doing all the things to, today that is going to allow tomorrow to be the way you want it to, to be. So that's been what's happening with me. I have also started my course, MS freedom which began last week so that's fantastic and my whole thing is that I just want to help I just want to help people to realize that they don't have to go down a hole of despair and if they do that they don't have to stay there when um and what they can do is they can grab the chance to create the life that they want and create a a better and a healthier existence and that's so important to me to be able to pass that on and do it so through the program that's what I am doing and it's fantastic and I'm over the moon um so let's get on to the jigsaw what the heck am I going on on about so this came to me whenever I was out for a walk with my dog and I think whenever you find out you have MS or any condition it floors you. It is big, big news. And I think no matter what age you are, you have come to the point where you've started to create the jigsaw of your life. You have got the four corners in place and you're beginning to piece together the parts. And I think whenever I found out that I had MS, my jigsaw was well on the way to being complete. I had my husband, I had my children, you know, I had jobs, I had all of those things. I had been like really really far on in the process of putting all the pieces together of what then was my existence, my life. And MS comes along no matter what age you are and it upends the jigsaw. It throws it up in the air and all the pieces scatter and you are just left looking at this blank space going, what the heck am I supposed to do now? What is my life? What is my future? What um, am I supposed to do? How I uh, Am I going to be able to get through this? All of those things come up and you're just left with a blank canvas and thinking to yourself, now I've got to start again. But the reframe here is actually you can start again and make it better. You don't need to let MS dictate to you that your life is over. Your life is not over. Your life is just going down a slightly different path than what it was on. And that's okay. You just need to steer the car a new way. And that's where the jigsaw comes in. So what I think 
is that you find out you've got this condition and you're left with this blank canvas and what are you supposed to do you need to look on this as a chance an opportunity to create a better life and what you need to do is you need to start with the corners because as we all know if you've ever done a puzzle um you need to find the corners first because from there the picture begins to take sh shape so for me finding out what those corners are for you is really is really important and I can only talk from the experience that I have in the hope that it's going to help and for me I had to find the corners that was going to help me create the framework from which I was going to build the rest of my life and to be honest as you know if you've listened to um the podcast before you know for the first few years you know I really didn't do a lot of work on this I didn't find my corners I didn't do any of that I was kind of just running about like a headless chicken spinning plates keeping everything up in the air looking after kids looking after my mum uh, trying to be a wife trying to be a mum trying to be a friend all of those things and MS really did take uh, a back seat I didn't pay it that much attention and I certainly did not give it the, the respect it deserved and so it was only whenever I began to do all this work on me and begin to work on myself from the inside out that I realised actually I need to find the things that are going to help me to thrive and to not just exist and so now whenever I look back um, the corners that I needed to find and actually what I need to work on now every day to keep in place for me were first of all I had to work out what my reality was what was my reality and then for me the other three corners that helped keep me on track and helped me to manage this condition and to be med free to be symptom free and all of those things are mindset nutrition and movement and those are the important things to me now I'm not saying that those have to be the things that you do but again I can only speak from my experience um, experience and for me I think if everybody actually paid more mind to these four things um, their life would be better your life would be more fulfilled it would be more um, more productive it would be happier it would be healthier it would be all of those things that is going to help you to keep MS on track no I don't mean MS on track it's going to keep you on track and keep MS in the background where as I always say that's where it belongs um, so I just want to sort of run through my corners and see if it helps you and see if it helps you to begin to think about the puzzle that you now need to build for you the jigsaw that you need to start to put together that's going to allow you to have the life that you want the life you deserve and the life that you should have and it's up to us it's up to us to start to ask the questions to do the things uh, to find the actions that is going to help us to do that and like I continually say you know it's our responsibility it really is um it's very easy to sort of look look around at others and to think why me this isn't fair and all of those things and believe me I had my fair sh share of that uh, those internal thoughts really do create your reality and I firmly believe that I firmly believe that the way we think and the beliefs that we have are the key to everything are the key to all the actions that we will take and it really is going to be those thoughts and those but um, it really is going to be those thoughts and those uh, those uh, 
beliefs that we have that is going to create the future that we have. So your thoughts do become your reality and it's up to us to choose the thoughts so that the reality that we have is good, it's strong and it makes you want to do more and to be more. So the first one that I talked about, the corner that I talked about first was reality. What is the reality of the situation that you are in now? And for me, I believe that you are never going to get to where you want to be without knowing who you are now and without knowing who it is you would like to be. So I always ask myself questions like, how do I feel now, what are what are three words that I would use to describe how I feel now? And in the past, those could have been exhausted, lacking in energy, anxious, you know, all of those words, all of those things that I think we all experience. And that is no way to live. It is very hard to, to create the life you want whenever those are your overriding emotions. And then the next thing that you can ask yourself is, so if that is who I am now, that is how I feel. How is it that I want to feel? Really, really aim high here. How do you want to feel? I always want to feel energized. I always want to feel um fulfilled. I always want to feel um, content, productive, all of those things. I want to wake up in the morning and feel happy. I want to wake up and go, right, can't wait to get stuck into the day. What do I need to do to make sure today is going to be a, 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 a good one? So ask yourself, how do you feel now? How do you want to feel? And then ask yourself, right, so what needs to change? What do I need to change in order to make these things my reality? So that's just a very quick overview of how I would address that corner. So the next corner then that I would look at is the beliefs. Now, as I've said before, and I talk about a lot, the beliefs that we hold are the key to everything. And honestly, the beliefs that we have, sometimes we don't even know that we have them because they come from um, when we were young, things that we have picked up from our parents, uh, teachers, people that we hang around with. You know, we take on beliefs from others and we're not even aware that these beliefs are there and you really need to challenge yourself on what you believe to be true about you, what you believe to be true about MS and what you believe to be true about the future. And those those are really going to dictate the reality that you have. And I know I'm using that word a lot, but it's true. The reality that you want is yours to create. And I think... And I know from the work that I have done by changing the beliefs that I held and turning them into positive, empowering ones changed the game for me. I believe my future is bright. I believe I am not going to end up in a wheelchair. I believe I am going to continue to be able to chase the dreams and the goals that I have. And I believe I'm going to achieve them. Now, don't, I mean, don't get it twisted. I do have to do the work. I have to continue on the road that I am. But I'm prepared to do that because the future that I want is so important to me. I want to be around if I have grandkids. I want to be around for the kids that I have. Um, and I want to be thriving. I don't want to be um, sore and pain, unable to walk. And don't get me wrong, I know that that is possible. I know it could happen because MS is such a... 
oh my God, it's such a disease, such a, you know, you just don't know what is going to happen. You know, you can do everything in your power to try and stay as healthy as you can. And sometimes shit just happens. But I can't allow myself to go down that road. I have to go down the road of health, optimum health. And I have to go down the road of what do I believe to be true? And whenever I believe that that to be true, that is going to spur me on to do the things that I need to to do to make those things a reality. So your beliefs are so important. And just to throw it out there, um, the thoughts that we have in our head are constant. They are running on a wheel all the time. And from stuff that I've read, the statistics, etc. say that we have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. 90% of those are negative and 95% of those are repeated from the day before and the day before and the day before. So can you imagine, uh, you know, if that is reality, how are you supposed to ever lift yourself up enough to create the life you want? So you have to change them. You have to change these thoughts, these things that you have in your head and decide that that's not true. Decide it's not true. You're going to create a new one that is going to be true and you're going to do everything in your power to make sure that those thoughts, those things become your reality, become your life because you owe it to yourself and you owe it to those around you to do that and you can have faith in yourself have faith that ms does not have to hold you back it'll throw you curveballs all the time but it's how you handle it it's how you deal it's how you respond that is important anyway i've gone off on a tangent as i always do so the third corner that i put a lot of my time and my effort into is nutrition, is food. Again, I am going to do a podcast on this, but I'm really trying to um, put together a lot of info that is going to make sense and is going to be easy to understand because food is so important. And I mean, it's only in the last few years that I have begun to realize how important, how much the food that you eat affects not only your body, but your mind, the gut-brain connection is actually a thing. It is huge. And there's so much that we can do to help ourselves. And don't get me started on um, how angry I get about the crap that is put in the food that we are, what's the word, that is thrown at us all the time, the advertising, all of that stuff. We go into the shops and everything is low fat, this, low calorie, that. Look on the back of the packets. The list of ingredients is so long and so full of toxic crap that how can we ever hope to feel good? It is keeping us stuck in... Um, needing these foods, craving the sugar, craving the crap. And whenever you eat crap, you feel like crap. We know this from experience, but yet they have us caught in this thing where we're almost, um, we, what's the word? Addicted. We're addicted to all the substances that they put in this food. And I could really go off on one here, honestly. And you know, slowly but surely, I have made changes. And, you know, actually, my husband as well has made huge amount of changes to the diet that he was on. He is a sweet addict, honestly, you know, he could eat cakes, crisps, sweets all day long. And, you know, he has begun to make the changes and he has 
noticed such a change in his anxiety levels, his stress, everything like that. What we eat is so, so important. I Honestly, it is mind-blowing to me what the government is allowed to get away with. The amount of stuff that they tell us is okay. You know, we're on this thing where you're uh, you're supposed to go after all this low fat, low cal stuff, but actually, when you look at the at 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 the packet, it's filled with sugar. It's filled with all these things that that keeps you hungry. You know, you're you're never full. So really, I would implore you to look at the packet. Stop with the oils. The only oil that you should ever have in food is olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil at a push. Do not have anything with veg oil in it. Do not have anything with rapeseed oil in it. I think in America they call it canola oil, um, palm oils, all of that stuff. They trigger a response in our brain that causes inflammation. It causes us to crave more. And in turn, that always affects our m- mood. And at the end of the day, the mental health that we have is going to help us fight this condition. And it is our responsibility, again, to make sure that the food that we are putting in our in our bodies is helping us not hindering us and I could go off on a tangent and really go down a rabbit hole which I will but there is so much to do to help ourselves and I will do do a podcast on this because I think it could really help what you eat matters Uh, as a rule of thumb try to stay to the outside aisles of the shops you know the things with the fresh fruit the fresh uh the fresh veg the produce that is not caked in extra ingredients. Um, and I know it's hard and I know we're so used to eating the stuff that we eat and we talk about, you know, well, you have to treat yourself. But treat yourself to what? Treat yourself to feeling like crap. Treat yourself to brain fog. Treat yourself to in, um, being um, in, in f- flamed. That's not a treat. That is not a treat. That is That is causing us problems. But anyway, okay, that's the third corner. Look after what you eat. Find out what works for you. What works for me is not going to work for everyone. So experiment. Find out how your body responds to to X, Y and Z. Try things out and you will really feel that it helps your energy. It helps your mood. It helps your skin. It helps your... It helps the swollen ankles, the swollen knees, the swollen wrists, all of those things. Really, really, really decide that you're going to make the changes to your food and see what happens. See how it makes you feel. So my fourth corner is movement. Now, I know this is not the same for everyone, especially with MS. It absolutely is not because there is uh, people out there like myself who... uh, are grateful to still be able to walk and all of those things. There's people out there who use a walking aid, who are in a chair, you know, but you can still move in some capacity. And it is just finding out, finding a way to make it happen. And movement for me could also be just going out in the morning into your garden and getting fresh air, taking some deep breaths, letting that air get into your lungs, feeling what that does to your brain because we need to feed our brains. We need to feed our brains because that's where all the hormones are released, the dopamine, the the adrenaline, all of those things, the happiness that makes us 
feel good. So, you know, you know, with me, I always like to get out for a walk and I do walk two or three times a day because I have a dog. And when you have a dog, the dog needs walked. And I do feel really grateful that I'm still able to do, to do that. And it's important to me because it makes me feel good, even on the days when it's raining and it's wet. I still know that I will never regret going out for a walk. So find the thing that you won't regret doing. Um, I also go to the gym. I don't love the gym. I really don't. But I do know that trying to, trying to maintain the strength that I currently have is going to be very important to me in the future. But even if you can't go to the gym and maybe you are walking impaired, you know, just get a couple of tins out of the cupboard, you know, lift your arms up and down, lift uh, lift your arms up in front of you, lift your arms out to the side, circle your arms around, just anything to get you m- m- moving. It's honestly, honestly, honestly a game changer. And again, it all begins in the mind because you have to, you have to, um, you have to, want to do it and sometimes taking the first step is the hardest but when you take that step then you know you're off to the races so that to me is really important now again do you know what I've just realized I didn't talk about the mindset which was the second corner did I talk about the mindset do I have brain fog here I talked about the reality and then I talked about nutrition. I talked about the movement. I don't think I talked about mindset, which is so important to me because that's where everything begins. You really, really, really need to get on top of the way you think because like I said with the reality part was if you know who you are and you know who you want to be, then what does your mind need to help you to do in order to get to to get there you know we need to reframe we need to look at things as cup half full as opposed to cup half empty we need to find a way to motivate ourselves to take actions every day that are going to help us to thrive and for me I mean, I've done loads of courses, but I also spend a lot of time every day listening to podcasts and reading books that make me feel inspired and all those things have helped me to create a mindset where I know I can do anything. I know I can. There is times where I know it's harder, but I also know that if I apply myself and the skills that I have, I'm going to be able to do it. So the mindset that you have is so important because once you get the mindset right, um, that is going to once you get the mindset right, that is going to um, allow you to feel confident enough to actually put the effort into nutrition, to put the effort into your, to put the effort into getting yourself out for a walk, getting yourself to the gym, doing whatever it is that you can to move your body. So the the mindset for me is the key to everything. The mindset is the key to everything. And I've just realized that actually now I've got five corners. Right, this is this is what you are get, get, getting with me. So I talked about reality. I talked about the, um, I talked about beliefs, but in fact, the mindset is the beliefs. So, you know, so I've got reality. I've got beliefs. Hashtag mindset, and I've got nutrition, and I've got the movement. So hopefully, 
that has helped you to see that when you build the corners, when you get the framework in from that, you're going to be able to, to grow. And for me, once you get the corners in, once you feel that you're kind of more confident, you're more aware of what it is you want, you can start to piece together the 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 the, the puzzle. You can start to put the pieces of the jigsaw into place. And that is through like um, your goals. What are the goals? What do you need to do every day to make those things a reality? You know, and again, there's the word reality, but the reality is what you have. The reality is the life that you live. It is the way that you feel. It is the people that you're with. It is the it is the actions that you take. It is the way you feel every day. And for me, I want to feel optimum, optimal every day. Feeling good is the goal. Feeling good is always the goal and MS can drag you down. MS can make you feel like crap. MS can take over your mind. It can take over your body. Um, and I understand that. Like I've said many times, I had a front row seat to what MS can actually do with my mum being in a wheelchair. But again, the mindset that she had was so fantastic. It was, um, it was so, I will not let this destroy my happiness. I will still try and find joy in things that happen every day. Even though she couldn't leave the house without help, she still wanted me to take her out in the wheelchair, to get out in the fresh air, to go for coffee, to spend time with her grandkids. You know, that was important to her. So, you know, I really do have a lot to sort of thank her for because she, I think, created in me that as well. And I want to help pass that on to people. So it's really important for you to find your corners, find the corners of the jigsaw, find the corners that are going to help you to build this framework in order to create the life that you want, that is going to give you the passion, the drive, the confidence to put the pieces in place that is going to help you feel good, that is going to help you feel healthy. Because just because we have MS does not mean that we don't have to feel healthy. That is why nutrition is important. That is why looking after your mind is important. And that is why movement is important. All of those three things, that is going to help you have a healthier mind, a healthier body, and it's going to help you fight this this condition. And to me, that's important. That's all I want to do. I want to help you to kick MS's ass. And just if you can kick a wee bit harder every day, then you're on top of it. You're you're you are winning. So there you go. I hope that made sense. My jigsaw putting together the my jigsaw. Um, just as I said, it came to me whenever I was on a walk, and it made sense to me. So I hope it makes sense to you as well. Uh, let me know what you think, and I would love for you to follow the show, to rate the show. All of those things are very, very, very important, um, apparently, to uh, getting the podcast out to people. So I do appreciate everyone who takes the time to listen. I really do, because I know we're all up to your eyes, spinning plates, doing everything else, and taking half an hour out of your day to listen to this really does mean the world to me. And uh, yes, I will be back next week, and I hope you all have a fantastic week. And yeah, find your corners. Take care, everybody.